All right, it's that time of the year. Unfortunately, coaches and coaching staffs, support staffs are being fired. Transitioning is happening. Old coaches are being removed from the program and new coaches are coming in. And you may be in a role and you may say, you know, what do I do during this transitional time? How do I handle this? Uh, what's the best, what are the best practices during this time? And I'm here to help you with that. I've experienced this in many ways. We're going to talk about my experiences and then I'm going to give you the three things you need to do during this time. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ed Jones II. I am the host of this podcast, The Player Development Pod, and I am the founder of Beyond the Field Player Development, where we create impactful player development professionals and programs. You can think of us as your one-stop shop for player development. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this podcast. This is episode 98. Yes, it's crazy every time I see it, every time I look at my notes, when I go back to starting this last year in March. This is the 98th episode, and as I am excited about the 98th episode, it is tough to talk about today's subject, but it is necessary. Uh, shout out to my wife who talked to me about this, and she's like, hey, you need to make a transition uh, podcast because a lot of people are transitioning. Coaches are getting fired. Coaches are being hired. And I've had, I have experience in this. You know, when I was at the University of Houston, uh, we were canned. Uh, we, and it was, we knew it was coming for a while. Um, our university was, you know, the, the rumor was they were waiting for a certain coach to meet a certain day so that buyout could go down. So we were counting days and we got fired. We knew it was happening. I know what that's like. I know what some of you all are feeling. When I was at the University of Houston, but the first transition I had was Coach Tom Herman went to the University of Texas. And I didn't know what to expect. I had just got hired nine months in and, and he went to Texas. I shared this in an earlier episode. I thought he was going to reach back out. And fortunately enough, Coach Major Applewhite was hired as our head coach and he wanted me to be on his staff. And so that first transition was was smooth. It was and there was a lot of like, man, like, you know, I had people hitting me up like, hey, you're going to Texas. And I'm like, man, ain't nobody hit me up. And they're like, no, we heard you're going to Texas. And I had, you know, I'm looking at other programs. I mean, I don't have a job. Like, I'm here. Uh, I'm still servicing the student athletes, still serving them, helping them. I'm still doing it. I'm doing a role. But where will I be next year? And that was my first transit transition. And fortunately, it, it went well as Coach Major Applewhite. Shout out. Thank you so much, Major. Uh, Coach Major Applewhite um, brought me on uh, to a staff. And so that was my first transition. My next experience with transition was we got can. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, we, we knew it was kind of coming. I, I saw it coming. Uh, it, it was tough, uh, because it's like, man, there's nothing like being a, uh, I think it's called a sitting duck. I don't know if I'm using that correctly, but knowing something's about to happen and you just looking at people and they're smiling in your face while they're waiting for a certain date. So another coach's buyout can minimize. And we got fired after a winning season. You know, we won eight games that year. And the message to us was that wasn't enough. And it would never, ever be tolerated again at the university of Houston. So that was tough to hear. And that week, uh, when the new coach came in, we were supposed to meet with him on Friday. And so we're supposed to meet with him on Friday and they switched it to Thursday. And that's when I was like, yeah, we're about to get canned. It's about to happen. They talked to the position coaches five minutes. We came in, they let us know we were going. We didn't get a chance. We did not get a chance to talk to the new coach that was coming in. And so that was one experience I had. I didn't get to talk to the coach. And I'll talk about this later. Uh, the next experience I had, I was fortunate enough, Kansas called me right after, like literally right after we got fired or before we got fired, I got to go to Kansas and then I went to Baylor. So I went from Kansas, I transitioned to Baylor. Uh, let me go back to Kansas. So Kansas, we were a new staff and we were coming in. And so that was a transition, getting to know people, being a new staff kind of did this, oh, here's the new staff. So 
creating that trust with players as you're new on the staff. And then from there, I got a promotion. I had to go to Baylor University. And, you know, some of you all know my story. I was let go, you know, told literally to my face, uh, you've done a great job in a role, but we're going to let you go. And it's just like, I, you know, those experiences I had. And so I understand this unfortunate time for some of you all that are going through this. Maybe, you know, the coach who hired you is getting fired. Maybe the coach who hired you is leaving. Maybe you're being held or maybe you're being fired as well. So I've been through all of that, uh, unfortunately. But fortunately, I've grown and it's helped me and I'm able now to help you. So let's dive into the three things you could do if you're in that situation where transition is happening with your head coach. Before we dive into that, uh, I want to talk about the guide to player development course that I created just for you. It is a self-paced course that will help you create a player development outline so you could create impact in this role immediately. And so it will walk you through defining player development, the six main types of player development, the 10 areas of player development, and then pillars and pillar components. And when you're done, you will have documents. Yes, I have documents in there that you could download. Sure, you will have a document that will lead you in the right direction of where you need to go. This is a um, quote from someone who took the course, and I don't have it in front of me, but I just looked at it, and he is in the role at a great university, and he said, you know, hey, I felt like an AD looking at these documents, and I am prepared to lead my own program. Thank you so much. That means a lot, but that, that's what people are saying about the course, so make sure you get it. All right, let's get into it. Number one, number one. The more tip is to communicate what you've done and be prepared. Now, you heard my story. I actually had the opportunity to do this at the University of Houston. When Coach Tom Herman left to Texas, Coach Todd Orlando was our interim head coach. And I remember Coach Orlando walked down the hall, came in my office, said, hey, tell me what you do in the role. I was able to explain what I did in the role, and it was, it was great. He was like, hey, this is what you do? Awesome. I need you to do this, 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 and this. So I didn't have the opportunity later when we got let go the second time, but you have to be prepared. I didn't know he was coming down to my office. He didn't set up a meeting. He walked down and asked me what I need to do. So you need to be prepared to communicate what you're doing in the role. And one way you can do this is by creating an end of year review. I talked about this in a uh, questions of the week episode here. And so talking about assessing the program, it talks about creating an end of the year program. So you need to have the goals that you met, whatever you need to have that prepared, maybe not a document, but you just need to be prepared to talk about, Hey, this is what player development is, and this is how I got things done. And once again, if you need help defining and doing that, you need to check out the Guide to Player Development course. Number two, use the contacts that you have. So you have these contacts. You have people around the industry that you know. Actually, this week, the tip of the week is, is going to be, you, it'll drop this Thursday. It is going to be about creating a player development support group. So you reach out to people you know, maybe coaches, administrators. You get out and network and you're saying, hey, I'm in the role. Do you have an opening for player development? One thing I did, I learned this from Alex Brown. Alex Brown used to listen to every new head coach's press conference. And I said, Alex, why do you do that? He's like, I take notes on what they talk about. And if there's somebody I know, I can say, hey, you fit here. So he literally was like, hey, this coach talked about player development, off the field, community impact. Reach out to them. So what I did was shout out to Alex Brown. That's my bro. Uh, I literally wrote letters to every new head coach. So I think it was like 12 head coaches that had been hired in the time before we got fired. And we, we knew, like I said, we were sitting ducks. And so we knew it was coming. So I wrote letters and I said, Hey, this is what I could provide. And I mailed it off. So you want to use your contacts. You want to write letters to coaches that are getting hired, but you need to get out there 
and used. You know, you, you've been in a place where a lot of people may have, when I was in a role, people ask me what I'm doing in a role. And, you know, how do you do things? They wanted my advice. Now, like, they always say, hey, let me know if you need anything. I need something right now. I need a job. Help me out. So that's number two. And then number three, uh, the most important of all these, and of course, you got to get a job for you and your family. I totally understand that. But number three, when you're in a role, you have to be there for the student athletes. The transition is happening for them, too. The transition is happening for them, too. I had one student athlete at, when I was at the University of Houston. He had had five different O-line coaches. And when we got Ken, another O-line coach was coming. And it's just, that's a lot. That's a lot for a player. And so you want to be there for those athletes for as long as you're there. Uh, it's a funny story. We had lost a bowl game. And uh, my guy, Josh Jones, who plays for Houston Texans, he was like, uh, I, I, I ain't leaving unless Ed Jones leaving. I was like, hey, Josh, I don't think we're going to be here. But uh, in the time we were there, I was able to support them. The transition is tough. It's hard for them. You know, it's hard for them. Uh, because they, they went from someone who sat in their house with their mom and promised this to a new coach that they got to get to know, a new program, a new scheme. It's tough. It's tough. New expectations, new ways of doing things. It's just different. It's different. Change is, change is tough for a lot of people uh, until it takes time, but it just, you know, that's tough. And so you want to be there for the student athletes. They are going through this transition as well. This is new to them. They didn't sign up for you know, their head coach getting fired or new coaches coming in or whatever. They didn't sign up for that. They still have to play for the person who recruited them. Uh, and I know some of you all may be adverse to that because you might be like, well, the transfer portal, I get it, but I, I'm there for student athletes. You have to be there for the student athletes as well. I'm not going to take long in this episode. I know this is not, uh, I know, you know, you normally can feel my energy. It's still there, but I, I, I've been through this. And I know this is not fun. Somebody on the other side is listening to this and doesn't know what to do. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm gonna keep you in my prayers. Seriously, honestly, I, I pray every year for the people who are going through this. Cause I know what it's like. I know what it's like. And I know what it's like to feel like you're doing it alone. And I want to let you know, I'm here to help you shout out to everybody who helped me in a role. I got, I got to give a shout out to my guy, Drew Davis, uh, Drew was doing player development at UCLA. And he literally wrote me a card and had all these affirmations that I could look at every single day. And that's one of the nicest things anybody had ever done to me because it was tough. There are a lot of people who had my back I, and I'm a name. I can't name everybody, but you know, George Majid had my back. Lamar Pottinger, Dr. Lacey Carmen Johnson, Jess Gray, um, David Wetzel. Uh, they were, they were my guy, AJ Stewart had my back, you know, uh, Patrick McGinnis, Alex Brown, Vince Marshall, Joel Kozer checked on me, Tori Takel. And it's a lot more people, but it wasn't as many people that were like, you know, hey, man, you're doing a great job. A lot of people I, that I thought would have my back ended up not having. So it's a tough place to be in. And I just want to let you know I'm here for you. You want to reach out. I'm definitely down to talk because, uh, I, I, like I said, I've been through this multiple times. Um, with that said, next week uh, I, w I will interview my guy, Kevin Washington. Really excited about uh, interviewing uh, Kevin Washington. We'll probably talk about the transition we both went through at the University of Houston. But interviewing him and then after that we'll have the 100 tips of uh player development it'll be it will be the 100th episode and we're going to go over 100 tips of player development it's going to be live i want you to be there you need to be there i need you to like subscribe share all of that all of that I need you there and if you got anything from this episode today please like and subscribe it means a lot to me um and review if you're listening please review that means a lot as well Thank you so much for being here. As always, go out and create generational impact. Don't wait. Create that generational impact today. And for you all that are going through this, I want to speak a word of encouragement to you. This moment, this transition, whatever's happening, does not define your value. It does not define your value. 
You have been placed where you are. You've been given God-given talent and placed by God to help other people. And I want you to know that no matter if you have a role, if you're fired or if they demote you, if they take you, that does not have anything to do with the value you have and the impact you can make on others. So it is tough. I've been there, but I want to let you know the value in you is richer than any external thing that can bring you down. You got it. I'm in your corner. Go out and create generational impact.